Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. And welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with the one, the only, the Super Bowl-bound Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? And then, and then after this podcast airs and all that, then next week you'll just call us Super Bowl champions. How's that, Daryl? Ah, uh, that's pretty confident. I don't know. That remains to be seen. This podcast is going to come out on Saturday. The great, epic uh, game is going to be on Sunday. I wish you all the luck in the world, Larry, but I don't know if I'm going to bet on that game. That just... Uh, yeah, I know it's going to be tight. I waited till the last second. So, I mean, you know, I'm a diehard Dodgers fan. So I got Dodgers paraphernalia all over the place. And I went out last night because the Rams practice in the city that I live in, which is Thousand Oaks. And I waited too long. I can't find a t-shirt and I can't find a sweatshirt in my city that has any Ram stuff on it because they're all sold out. Well, it's, it's going to be exciting. It's a big game. There's only one winner. I guess that's like sales, right? At the end of the day, there's only one winner and you want to be that winner. So, uh, Hey, we've got a great episode today. I'm so excited about the guests that we have. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. You've joined a growing community of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, bringing substance, doing the hard work. We call it selling from the heart. And Larry, uh, man, I, I just want to dive in with our guest today because we have an incredible guest. Why don't you tee the ball up and then we'll, uh, we'll launch this, what is going to be a fun, entertaining, and poignant conversation, I'm sure. I don't know, because I don't know where this podcast is going to go, but it's going to go in some really great <laughs> directions. But um, gosh, I don't even know where to start with Mark, but... Um, I met Mark just like, you know, everybody else online and things like that. And we've just developed a really great friendship. And, and obviously, you know, Mark and, and Jeb and Mike and Mark have all been they've, they've all been good to me. And, and Outbound's been a blessing. And I don't know what else to say about Mark Hunter that hasn't already been said. But without further ado, Mark Hunter, welcome to Selling from the Heart. Hey, thank you for having me on, because you know what? Hanging out with you? Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of fun. I like it. <laughs> Daryl's the guy I'm a little sketchy about, but just getting to know him and um, we'll, 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 we'll determine that later. We'll see how it goes. We've already had the yeah. uh, appropriate Canadian Tim Hortons and hockey banter. So I think this is off to a great start. But yeah, just, just don't forget, we have the Stanley Cup, okay? So just, uh, just, I knew that was going to come back. That's uh, right. No, yeah, well, that's th- 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 this our players, right? I mean, we've had this discussion. So, <laughs> hey, Mark, but our, our listeners are here to learn about sales. Uh, so the question that we all uh, ask every guest that comes on the podcast, uh, which I think is going to be a, I, I can't wait to hear your response to this is, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? <sighs> wow. Okay. Let's get serious here. When we talk about selling from the heart, what is it about? It's about passionately connecting with the other person. You know, if you think about it, and I know Larry loves to use this line, quote a breath and so forth. And, and, and that's what so many times people are focused on just selling to selling to make quota. But are you really focused on the outcome? What's, what's the benefit? How will what you do? Because my definition of a great salesperson is helping others see and achieve what they didn't think was possible. To me, that's selling from the heart. 
Love it. But, but, here, but here's the thing, you know, about that is how come it's so difficult? And, and, and the reason why I say that, Mark, is I was on a call a couple hours ago and we were talking about, you know, the, this very thing, selling from the heart and what's that mean and, and so forth. And, you know, I got this person's definition on it. And I always like following up with why is it so hard? So it, and that was a great definition, by the way. But why is it so difficult for salespeople and their leaders and so forth to really see through this? Because I know in their hearts, they know it's right, but something's preventing them from from fully achieving it. Well, I, I think what's preventing it is you got to step, you got to take a step back and view what is prospecting viewed as it's, you know, I'm hunting, you know, you know, I, you know, I'm called the sales hunter, you know, we're hunting for it. And when you think about it, when you're just about to shoot Bambi, you don't say, Oh, should I not shoot Bambi? No, you shoot Bambi. Okay. That was a bad, bad analogy. Okay. But, but here's the whole thing. Tomorrow. I think yeah, like I said, this was going to go sideways real quick, <laughs> but you know, the, Selling from the heart is you're not trying to shoot Bambi. What you're trying to do is you're trying to help Bambi because uh, this is the whole piece that I, I, I hate the term close. I'm going to close this. I'm going to close this deal today. No, you're not. You're opening you're a relationship. It. Yes. The only good sale is one that leads to the next sale. Yes. Yeah, and, and it's, um, you know, we'll throw the whole the whole pipeline thing on this as well, as I think the reason being is there's so much inconsistency with how people go to prospect, at least from my my perspective, that, you know, the whole pipeline never lies mantra holds true to this. So I think it's it's really hard to sell from the heart and do all this when if you truly peel back what's in your pipeline you got to eat. So it's, I got to eat and I do all this, but I can't really do this other thing. Just here I'm going with this. Oh, I see where you're going with that because for, for so many salespeople, the biggest inconsistency about prospecting is the lack of consistency. Yeah. And you know, if you really stop and think about it, the prospecting pipeline has got various segments in it. It's got various pieces in it. Mm-hmm. And you really got to make sure that you're allocating your time across each one of those segments of mm-hmm. the pipeline. Otherwise you just wind up with a sewer pipe. <laughs> uh, and, and, and that's what way too many salespeople have. They just have a sewer pipe. They, they, they have a bunch of leads that aren't going anywhere. Or they have a bunch of people that, that saw them initially, but there's no follow-up. See, so they're plugged up at that phase. They have a, a lot of people who are like, you know, it, 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 you've got to be consistently moving people through your pipeline. Uh, and, and that's what so many. So what, what happens then is people get into this desperation mode. They get desperate. And when they get desperate, they start doing stupid stuff. And one of the biggest, most stupid things they do is they start panicking and then offering discounts to close a deal. Yes. And gee, we wonder why salespeople are not successful. Yeah, no doubt. You don't, you don't have to go very far on that one. I always say mirror never lies. Oh, why are you saying that you discount or I discount or no Daryl discounts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not for you, Mark. So, you, you know, if you think about the, the concept, I love, love, I want to go back to this definition of sales because really, really when you said helping others see and achieve what they never thought was possible, what, what, what you I think what, what I heard was salespeople are leaders, like salespeople are casting vision um, for, you know, uh, our, the leadership, a clear vision of a preferable future, right? They yeah. are, are casting vision and, and prospecting. Um, you know, I'm curious when you think about you know, because I, the, the, the mechanics of selling, right? Prospecting, objection, handling, closing, um, those, 
seems so mechanical, right? We, we read books on do this, say this, if they say this, then do that, you know, so mechanical, but, but how do you, how do you take this helping others see and achieve what they never thought was possible? It's leadership stance and apply that to the, the, to the science and art of prospecting. Well, that opens up, boy, we could run for a half an hour right here on just that, yeah. that piece. Let's back up the bus here a little bit. Beep, okay. beep, beep. <laughs> anyway, and, and look at this. First of all, is it is selling a science or an art? It's science that we use tools, but it's art because it's people to people. And when yeah. you really think of selling from the heart, what are we doing? It's people communicating with people. Hmm. And in that regard, we have to, especially in this AI-driven world, and it's becoming mm-hmm. more and more AI all the time, the need for that personal relationship comes through even more, which then takes us to that whole definition that I have of a great salesperson, helping others see and achieve what they didn't think was possible. You know what's interesting? That's also the definition of a great leader. Yes. You see, what's interesting is a great salesperson is a great leader. A great leader is a great salesperson. And in this era with which we live, the only salesperson that's going to be successful is the one who's seen as a sales leader, period. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, I was I was on a gentleman's podcast, Mark. This goes back probably about a year or so ago. And the question was, in one sentence or less, describe sales. And it kind of threw me on the spot. And all of a sudden I said, sales is about the art of the help. And even furthermore, if I peel that one back, especially with AI and all the things that are out there is, you know, I'm a firm believer and it's the core foundation of selling from the heart is salespeople got to get back to humanizing what so many in the sales world have dehumanized when they're working. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think, I think you, you know, you were brilliant right there. Wow. I just said Larry was brilliant, but he was. Hey, can you say that again? Write it down. Larry. <laughs> say that Larry. No, it's 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 hashtag brilliant Larry. <laughs> oh gosh. There we go. Uh, you you don't need a larger thing. ego. This isn't gonna help. Um if you think about it though, you know, it, it's interesting because I think a lot of times, you know, when we think about not being the 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 uh stereotypical, you know, slimy salesman, we think about a consultative sale, being a consultant. Um, but I think the model, and I've been reading a lot in the leadership space recently, and I keep seeing parallels over to, uh, you know, selling from the heart because I don't, as a, a selling from the heart sales professional, a, a true professional that is, is helping others see and achieve what they never thought was possible is actually not so much consulting. I mean, that's going to be part of the journey, I guess, but, but they're casting vision out there. They are, you know, they are saying, I've seen a better future and I can help you be, get there. And I've been reading this week, uh, the research, I forget whose research it was about how, um, buyers are saying, please be more prescriptive, you know, stop coming in and, and just open up the book and asking me 800 questions, come to me with some ideas. And, and really, I think what they're saying is come to me with some vision, and what does that look like in prospecting? I'm just curious. I, I'm really fascinated about this. Yeah, you you hit on something very, very key and this whole vision thing. Mm-hmm. If I'm selling without help, without really helping you understand a vision, mm-hmm. all I'm doing is providing customer service because I'm fulfilling your needs. Right. I'm an order taker. I'm an order taker. Right. Vision is about helping you see what you didn't think was possible because what I'm doing is, is you, 
You're right. I'm, I'm asking you some questions. They're, they're, they're not from a script. I mean, they may be from a, from, you know, historical perspective, but I'm having a conversation with you because if you think about it, when Steve jobs came out with the iPhone, I didn't know I needed a music player. I right. didn't know I needed a camera and a phone in the same device, but, but Steve jobs casted this vision. Right. And today all of us walk around with a single unit right. that is yeah. all three. Yeah. That's selling. Yeah, it is. And, and this is, um, you know, if you think about, um, about the sales profession right now, what, what's so exciting about it in a profession, you know, that 97% of people said they don't trust sales reps, that HubSpot research that we've been quoting. Um, there's a totally other side to this where we can approach the marketplace with vision and aspiration and, um, and ideas and insights that, that really takes this profession and flips it on its head into something that, um, is noble and honorable and, and quite frankly, a, a fantastic uh, profession to be a part of. And it, I think it, there's a lot of people leaving this profession because of the stigma around it. And I just want to say, don't leave, you know, don't flee. Don't, this is an amazing yeah. opportunity if you frame it right. Yeah. And, and you just made a comment because I, I, I've seen this. There's all these studies out there, you know, you know, 97% of all people don't like salespeople, 65% of all people, all salespeople don't make their quota and so forth. And, right. and, and, and I, I, I hate those because here's the thing. Those are, those are blanket statements, blanket mm-hmm. statements. Now that's really fine if you are selling blankets, <laughs> but I don't think you're selling blankets. No. So it doesn't apply to you. Right. Sales is about a one-to-one relationship. Sales is about people dealing with people. Mm-hmm. That jazzes me. That absolutely jazzes me. Yeah, you know, inside the book, and so Larry, I'm just so fired up on this conversation. You're gonna have to butt in in a minute. But I, you know, when in high profit prospecting, which by the way, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't purchased high profit prospecting, hit pause, go buy the book. It's fantastic. But, um, you know, you talk about the evolution of prospecting in this book and, and how these days um, with buyers, you know, we, we live in a day where buyers can find knowledge easily. I, I literally was just writing a magazine article. I did the research 11 hours a day in front of screens is how much the average American adult. So we got data, we got ideas and all of this, but buyers are looking for a sales rep um, that can um, bring some substance to the table right? There's, there's gotta be the diligence of prospecting. There's definitely, you know, you're going to manage each stage of that pipe, but you also have to be, bring some substance to the table and how in the world, you know, I'm curious as you coach sales reps on this, how do you coach a sales rep um, to manage their time or manage their life in such a way that they can bring substance and get everything done that needs to be done to, to fill the funnel. Okay, we, we're, we're going to run down this path for about the next five hours. Let's kind of... Put <laughs> yeah, here we go. I, I mean, mean seriously. Workshop, I got my notepad out. Because you're talking about time management there. You're talking about the prospect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking, talking about everything. <laughs> I just first of all, first of all golf up for I, you. I think one of the things that you have to ask yourself as a salesperson, do I create trust? Do I bring integrity to yes. every conversation I have? Truth, sir. And right. if I'm not, then get out of sales. Just get out of life. 
because in this information driven world, 11 hours in front of a screen, boy, there's a blanket statement. That's creepy, but could, could well, <laughs> well, Hey, we're in front could of well be right true. Now, so there's uh, one hour. Here's a piece that then I'll ask you that. That means in, in order for you to break through, you've got to be able to share with them insights. Now, what does that mean? It, it's about having a relationship and this is where it comes back to integrity and trust mm-hmm. and salespeople will never do business with a customer unless it's totally price driven until there's a level of confidence and competence there. How do I create confidence and competence? It's because of the information, the insights I'm sharing. And these aren't blind. Oh, well, here, let me just pull this off the internet and I'm going right. to send this to you. No, no, it's, it's, it, it's about the questions I ask. And mm-hmm. here's, here's what I find. This is what I tell salespeople. Your objective is to be at a point where you're asking your customer questions that they can't answer and you can't answer. Now, think about this for a moment. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be doing that unless you have a level of confidence with them. Yeah. And they have a level of and confidence yourself. with you. <laughs> right. What does this do? This creates a conversation. See, this is what customers really want because there is all this information out there. Mm-hmm. All this information out there. They need some ability to be able to cut through and understand what is it that is going to be the best vision for the solution they're looking for. Yeah. And, and, and I throw my, I'm going to throw my sales hat on, on, on this one and go back, you know, when I was out in the sales world is what I tried to bring to whether that be a client or a future client is that knowledge and that insight, something that they can't readily find mm-hmm. on page one or two of Google. And to me that, that kind of stuck. And that's how I managed myself when I was out in the sales world was that, which means, and I wrote about it in selling from the heart. I devoted a couple pages and and half a chapter to it, but sales reps have to consume themselves with knowledge. And in order to do that, they have to throw themselves in the shoes of the other people and where are they consuming their knowledge? And then it, it goes back to, and you know this, Mark, because I'm heavily involved in my Kiwanis group here. And, and I remember I remember a while back, and this was an ex-school teacher who runs like the Teachers Association in the county I live in. And she says that teachers must know 10 times more content than their students. That means teachers have to constantly be educating themselves because they never know what question is going to come from right field from a student. I don't care if it's K through 12, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the same can be said now for salespeople out there is you got to consume 10 times more content than that average user who's already consuming a ton of content to begin with. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great goal for people to strive to. And I think that's a goal that most salespeople fall short. Now yeah. let's, let's flip, let's flip that thing on end. If, if I'm to know 10 times more, I cannot, however, use that as a reason for me not to pick up the phone and call you. Oh, I don't have all the information. Yes. I can't call you. Well, yeah, no, because that, that, that just causes people to freak out. What, what I'm going to say is I'm going to say, Hey, I'm going to still make that call. I'm going to have that. And I may not have the answer to that question, right. but that's okay. I'm going to get the answer. And it's a perfect reason for my callback. It's a perfect yeah. reason for my, for my next conversation with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought what you said a few minutes ago about questions that you can't answer and they can't answer. I mean, that takes courage. That takes. Oh, it takes courage. courage. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And that's that's part of the whole call reluctance thing. And, I, and you you meet the sales rep. It's like, well, I can't I can't go on a call yet. I can't pick up the phone because I don't know all the answers. Well, guess what? In today's world, 
you're never going to know all the answers. Cause even if you did, it changed while we were on this podcast, the answers changed, right? It's moving so quickly, but what people need is someone to sit down and work through things and bring some insight and idea and, and take what they know and what you know, and, you know, be a bridge and, and, and cast vision. I love this. I yeah. Love it. love it. Wow. You guys are going to both be uh, on the stage at outbound and that's coming up in like, uh, just a month and a half, right? It, it just uh, in a couple wait. months. Well, it's in uh, April. It's yeah. the tail end of April, outbound. That's going to be so good. You got to make it there, Daryl. We got to see you there. I'm, I'm planning on it. I'm Because uh, I'll tell you what, it is. It, it really is. It, it, it's the only sales event geared around prospecting, pipeline, and productivity. Yeah. Um, and it is about really celebrating sales and what yeah. sales it's going to be fantastic. And I'm looking at that. I mean, you look at the the lineup, not only the sales hunter and Larry Levine, but we're going to have uh, selling from the heart alumni um, there. Uh, Jeb Blunt's going to be there. James Muir. I mean, oh my goodness. Gittimer's there. Look at, look, I mean, this is going to be a, this is going to be a prospecting party. It, 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 it really wait. is. And, and when people understand the party feel, because if, if you knew the amount of money we spend just putting this <laughs> event on, um, yeah. it's absolutely over the top. In fact, it's kind of funny. People always ask us, you guys must make a lot of money. I'm one of the, I'm one of the four co-founders of it. Right. So no, we don't. We, we literally, we run it on a break even because we put every dollar back into it. Yeah. Well, um, because be, it is and, such and, a and, celebration, such a party. And you know, what's, what's interesting about it is, I mean, I was honored to, you know, to, to speak at it last year and, and I'm even more honored again this year, but just they invited the, you back. <laughs> That's the amazing I, thing. I right? must've did, I must have did something. <laughs> I must've did something right. Or Hunter felt hey, sorry you, for me. I'm Larry, you were, right now, so. Larry, you were outstanding. Outstanding. <laughs> Seriously. But, but, but here, here's the, here's the interesting part about this. And, and I know Mark has a strong opinion on it. So does Jeb and Mike and Mark as well as, and there's a lot, I wrote a couple blogs about it at the beginning of the year, and I'm starting to see a lot of it in the messages I'm getting back is this, is there's certain non-negotiable core foundation, basic stuff that we have to do as sales professionals. And, and, you know, sometimes we're not going to like doing it, but we have to. And that, and that's what I appreciate about what, what outbound and what these guys are bringing to the table is, you know, yeah, sales has modernized and yeah, we can throw the social words in there and things like that, which we're all supporters of and we're not knocking it. But I think the, the root cause of a lot of the issues that I see, and I think Mark probably sees as well, and I, I don't think I'm putting words in his mouth when I say this, is it if you can't do the core foundations, if you can't, can't do outbound correctly, mm -hmm. And with confidence and with clarity and with conviction and things like that, you're going to struggle in all facets of sales, even if you start including all these other things in it that has salespeople so confused. So, you know, that's what I appreciate about Outbound and the people who attend. I mean, you know, I hate to use the expression, you know, they drink the Kool-Aid because it's a lot more than that. But they go, you know what? I can do a whole lot better in these facets. And if I do, I've just raised my game tenfold. Oh yeah. And, and that's the nice thing about the event because we give you so many tools, so many different pieces that you can literally walk out of the door and use and apply immediately. 
Um, so yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It, it, I, I think without a doubt what, you know, I I'm on a mission to really change. And I know Daryl, you shared with us that number 97%. I'm, I'm on a personal mission to change how people feel about sales. And this is my, this is why I'm so we're on, en- engulfed in the whole outbound concept because I want to change. Because See, I don't view sales as a job. I don't even view it as a profession. I view it as a lifestyle uh-huh. and it's a lifestyle of people dealing with people. Uh-huh. And um, that's really what outbound is all about. Tremendous sharing of ideas. Uh-huh. And um, man, we, we got, we got people coming. I, I know we have people coming from four continents. Well, let's see. Wow. Uh, I know we have Europe, uh, Asia, uh, Australia, and I haven't checked the roster. know if anybody signed up yet from South America. Uh, but we've got probably about 15 different countries coming. Right. Uh, I think we're up to about 40 States. Um, yes, we'll even got people come from Canada, I think five or six different provinces already. And, um, All right, so, eh? yeah, I mean, it, it really is. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it, it is a global event. I mean, it, it truly is a global event yeah. and that's wow. why we hold it in Atlanta because you know, the airport, no airport has got more direct flights to more yeah. destinations globally than well, Atlanta. man, I, I'm telling you, if you listen to the podcast and, and, uh, there are still a few tickets available, right? Yeah. 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 Outbound, outboundconference.com. Larry, give everybody your code. It's you heart 100. It's heart 100. So um, if you go ahead and use that, you'll get, uh, there's a discount. I think it's a hundred dollars. Yeah. Which yeah, is going to help. And, and, you know, you can apply that towards other learning materials and things like that. So that'd be, yeah, that's good. I mean, you, you, yeah, you know, here's the deal. And, and this, this is why I love this conference. You know, salespeople, um, a lot of salespeople <laughs> complain that their companies don't invest enough in them, um, right? Well, invest in yourself, right? Get an airplane ticket, get a ticket to outbound and, and make an investment yourself. It's going to pay a thousand times over in the next decade. And, and what, you, what uh, you're going to leave with inspiration and ideas and you're going to be surrounded. You know, you may walk into your sales bullpen and feel like you're surrounded by people who aren't quite so motivated as you. That's not going to be the case when you sit in a room at the outbound conference. Yeah. You're going we, to we, we knew we were onto something when after the first one we held two years ago, there were two individuals that walked up to us afterwards. And they were crying. Yeah. And they were crying because of the confidence and the impact and the tools that we had given them because they were just about at the point of just saying chucking sales. Right. And in, in subsequent follow up with them, both of them have been incredibly successful awesome. uh, because of because of what they learned at Outbound. Yeah. Wow. I love Yeah. It. You know, it, it was interesting. And, and I'll, um, I just got to share this quick story before you wrap up. I think it was um, and Mark, I probably I know I have never told you the story, but I was I was outside the hall on James Muir's session last year. And I was, I was standing there talking to a gentleman and he happened to be from Canada. And he said, you know what? He goes, I came down here on my own dime and I took personal vacation days because my company wouldn't pay for it. I go, I mean, and I asked the guy, I said, you don't have to tell me because, you know, I'm just meeting you for the first time and it's none of my business, Mm -hmm. but I'm just curious, how much money did you spend between airfare and hotel and all the other incidentals? And he said it was over three and under five grand of his own money. And he goes, but you know what? It was, it's well worth it because I know I will make that money up in higher commissions 
down the road. So I have no problem investing in yes. myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's an event that's got an instant ROI and, and unlike so many other conferences where it's, um, really you pay to speak from the stage, you know, it's all the sponsors. Right. This yeah. is not a pitch fest. There's nothing being sold. It's purely, um, really high powered authors of major sales books, um, who have the gift of being able to communicate, sharing yeah. insights, man, I can't wait. It's going to be a blast. And, um, so go to outboundconference.com. Part 100 gets you $100 off the price of the ticket. But I, it's not even about the price. You need to go quickly because this will sell yeah. out again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Added, oh, yeah. You know, I think you doubled capacity, right? You added more. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we're, we're, yeah. We're going to have well over a thousand people there this year. <laughs> That's going to be, I can't wait. It's going to be a Which, blast. I mean, yeah. We had 600 last year. We'll have well yeah. over a thousand this year. And um, it's amazing. Amazing. Well, I think what all that proves is we wrap up today is there's a growing movement of sales professionals that are dedicated to, to be in the real deal, right? And yeah. they're dedicated to self-improvement, adding value, being diligent in, in doing the hard work. And, and the man, I, I just want to say a personal thank you, Mark, for being a champion of all of this. I mean, you, you, you are a selling from the heart champion from the core you have been from day one. And, and we, I can't tell you how much we appreciate your, uh, your support and, and your just all you do in the, in the industry and in the profession. It's, it's an honor, uh, truly to, to have you on the podcast today. Hey, well, thank you. And Hey, can, can I, uh, mention my, my own website, which is the saleshunter.com salesHunter Yes. Hunter is my real last name. I did not change. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, people always ask me, what was your name before you changed? Yeah. It was Hunter. Smith, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, 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 owe it, I owe it to my father. So no, it's, it's the saleshunter.com. Yeah, that's good. Well, uh, that see you, you were just blessed i got a girl's name for last name you got hunter but you know what we're all in this together and we're having a good time yeah. so that's what's important that's right hey, thank you for joining us this week on the podcast um I, you know we just want to encourage you as always keep being genuine keep being authentic keep bringing substance to the table and specifically this week i want you to think about and maybe even sit down and write down like how can you be more proactive in casting vision um, to your prospects out there, because I think the things that that Mark shared earlier about sales being helping others see and achieve what they never thought was possible, that's gold. You'll also get more of that when you go to his website at thesaleshunter.com, high profit prospecting. And most of all, um, I think we're going to look forward to shaking your hand at, uh, at Outbound. So keep doing the real deal. Keep being genuine. Keep being authentic. Most of all, sell from the heart. Hey, great selling. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.